0: Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. Today is a different kind of podcast because I have a birthday. When you hear this, uh, it'll be the day after my birthday. So my birthday is on January 10th, and I've had a few people asking me to um, kind of turn the tables and get to know me a little better, and I've sat you know, across this table from many people and gotten to know them, and today the tables are turning, and I have Justin here to interview me um, and ask me all the questions. You will see, because, um, and I'll get into that, but you will see he has uh, questions in his hand, and um, I have no idea what they are, I have no idea what questions are about to be asked. But as I was thinking about recording this today, and I thought, you know, how cool it is, and I didn't even realize this, that Justin is the first person that I had on the Rogers Radio podcast and this is also the first podcast that is recorded, video recorded, on camera, um, which is super exciting. And this is the first podcast that the tables have turned and I'm being interviewed. So thank you for being the first of
1: everything. <laughs> I, like, I like I like, the first. That's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate it. No, I... Um... It is. I didn't even think about that. I was the the first on the podcast, and now here I am interviewing you for your first time. Yes. And Alyssa, give her some credit because a lot in my in my time interviewing people, most of the time I do a pre-interview interview. Yeah. Just to get them loosened up, okay. and I ask them silly questions before yeah. we get into the deep stuff. And so Alyssa's not even gotten that. So this is just coming right off the cusp. But you've got a lot of questions from people here in the company, <laughs> oh, God. so I'm going to kind of mix it up. I've okay. got some questions for you. And we actually have names, so you're gonna you're gonna know who asked you these questions. So there's some dumb ones. You get I'm to so go through nervous. Don't be, it's gonna okay. be fun. Um, so first off, you I asked you this beforehand, you're fine with me saying your age. Yeah. You're gonna be 34. Yes. So a simple question I'd like to know is in your 34 years, you've done a lot. I mean, I've yeah. known you for a very long time. Yeah. I mean you've got you've done a whole lot of living. What would you say is the single biggest takeaway in your thirty-four years on this earth?
0: Oh my gosh, so literally, I kind of talked about it last week on the podcast and I I feel like I've always known my whole life that I wanted to achieve a lot and I just never knew what that was. And I remember being at um, a student at Radford and I was sitting on what we called the stoop and it was these two steps in front of my apartment complex and I just remember sitting there and I was about to graduate like what am I gonna do where is my life gonna go how am I gonna make this happen I could see what I wanted but I didn't really know what that was and I was about to have to move home Mm -hmm. because I didn't have a job and and I just didn't know where it was going and I think the number one takeaway I've had over the and I've just discovered this over the last year is you're never truly gonna know your purpose because you're Your life takes so many twists and turns and you're never really going to know what's ahead, but just take it day by day and allow those twists and turns to take you to where you're supposed to be and not try to force it.
1: I love that. No, that's that's so true. I think so many people have this idea of like, I've got to do just this one thing and there's nothing but, and then they miss out on so many opportunities. So and, and I, you know, I think that's, that's, that's awesome. I never thought
0: that. I'd be in the HVAC business. Me either. <laughs> i sitting right here today. Me either.
1: Man. <laughs> and it's funny how it takes you yeah. from one avenue to another, yeah. but if you go with the flow and you, you take opportunities, you just never know where you're going to end up. Absolutely. That's some sage advice. So, if you're listening out there maybe you can apply that to your life yeah now we get to the fun stuff and, and going back real quick it's funny because i remember you calling me your first year at college yes. your first like week or two yeah you went through the same thing a lot of people did you called me and you were like i just don't think i can do this i'm coming home yeah and i was like Alyssa, you're gonna be fine you're gonna do some great things and now it's so look like 12 years later and
0: you just gotta trust it and you gotta go with you know what's going on and And um, embrace change Mm -hmm. because it's always there and it's not always going to work out. And I had so many times that I was calling you and I was calling my parents like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And... I still have those times to this day, you know, where it's like, what am I doing and why am I doing this? And just knowing that there is a bigger purpose and there is a bigger plan and I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now.
1: Absolutely. And that's a good feeling too, to feel like you're where you belong. Yes. Yes. So we got some fun questions here, and to start out with, some of these are not deep or insight. You know, they're just uh, some some interesting ones. So, okay. Dylan,
0: okay, Dylan,
1: our follow up coordinator asked, what's, about Dylan, what's your favorite movie of all time?
0: So, fun fact about me: I'm not a huge movie person. Um, I'm one of those people that when I watch a movie one time, I'm good with not watching it ever no again. Yeah, I'm like I never feel like I have to rewatch a movie. But one that has really stood out to me, and I, I watched it on a plane last year, um, is King Richard. And okay. it's about Serena and Venus Williams and their story. Will and, Smith was in that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So good. Like, I would watch that movie again. And I don't say that about any movies. I need so. to check that out. It's a very good movie.
1: I've got a Fight Club DVD that doesn't work anymore, so that tells you how opposite <laughs> we are you know, when it comes to movies.
0: <laughs> Joey's the same way. and like... You're watching Top Gun for the 50th time. That's
1: a good choice. That's a good choice. So, Dane, and this is so fitting. Shout out Dane first. Dane and If Furst. you know Dane, you know he's been a musician his whole yeah. life. A very talented musician. And he says, name your top three musical artists.
0: Oh. So, artists. I mean, I guess this person would be, I'm a huge DJ Khaled fan. Huge. Love DJ Khaled. God did another one. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is win, win, win. Like, I love him. That's like
1: your anthem. Like, I know you love that song. I All I do is win, win. love
0: that song. I love DJ Khaled so much. Um, and then I <laughs> love Sync. Would that be considered?
1: Yeah, they're musical artists. I don't see why not.
0: They're life. They're They're forever. Um,
1: Some fad you never grow out of, right? Ever. Like you were dancing around to them as a kid. Now yes. as an adult, like, you still dance around to Yeah.
0: Them. I mean, come on. How could you not love them? And then, this is so crazy. Um, y'all are going to be like, what the heck? Um, and I love, let's see, Lil John and the East Side Boys. Well, I course. am crunk. That was
1: the anthem of our teens <laughs> yeah. and early yeah. 20s. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, that's my music taste. Well, let's go Give me all the crunk on, music. Give me all the crunk
1: music. Except for now it's in my basement with the volume low so I don't yeah. work with my kid, but still I go crazy on the inside.
0: Yeah.
1: So Durante wants to know, if you could take one trip anywhere, no limitations, where would you go?
0: Um, I've always wanted to go to Italy, so I'd love to go to Italy. Um, and I want to go to Napa Valley. That's like kind of my bucket list trip. I'd love to explore Napa Valley and yeah. drink all the wine. And, um, so that would be really cool, but truly my favorite place to be ever in the world is on the couch watching Netflix. So that would be a, yes, a dream absolutely. for me. absolutely.
1: <laughs> like if you just had a few days where you could just live on the couch? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. But work and kids, you know, kind of yeah. interfere with that. Yes. But that's awesome. Time. What is it about Italy that that, that makes you want to go there? Is it the, the culture, the, the, the food?
0: Yeah, I, um... You know, I, have seen, I I see it on TV and I'm sure it's different than, you know, what you see on TV. But um, other people I follow um, on social media, they've gone and it looks really great. And I just love Italian food. And I'd like yeah. to see the difference between because, I mean, American Italian is totally different. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. So yeah.
0: I'd like to, to see it. I've been to Ireland. That was really great. I would go back there in a heartbeat. That's on
1: my list. I'd love yeah. to go to Ireland.
0: That would be really great. So, those are some places, but I don't know. I, I like the U.S. too. So, <laughs> I mean, just send me anywhere in the U.S. and I'll go.
1: It's like I'm pretty fond of where I am. Yeah, so. yeah. So, this one's getting a little more serious here, but Bruce, Bruce Terrell wants to know, what is the most challenging part of running an HVAC business?
0: Oh, there are so many challenges. Um, so many great things, but so many challenges too. So, I think... A big challenge for me is I feel so grateful every single time that a new team member comes in here. I feel so grateful for that and I just can't believe it because I remember when we started and we didn't have, just it was pretty much just me and Joey. And um, to see where we are today, I take that very seriously. And so something that keeps me up at night uh, is laying there just hoping that we are providing what we need to for everyone and to making sure that they feel like they're at a place where they can grow and accomplish whatever they want to accomplish. And I take it so seriously and I can't be there for everyone all the time. And I know that, but I want people to feel like they can come to me. And so I think that is, One of the hardest things for me is just making sure that we have an environment that people want to come to and and enjoy being at, and they're happy here, because it's not easy. It's not uh, for the faint of heart. It's not for, you know, everyone, and I like to say that, and I never sugarcoat that. And so the ones that stick with it, with us, it just means so much to me, and I just want to make sure they have everything they could ever
1: want more. And I think that's kind of a theme word of ours here is growth. Yeah. Is growth both, you know, growing the business, growing professions, growing positions. Like we're constantly um, talking about growth.
0: Yeah. And it's just important to me. I want to provide that to everyone and I want to make sure I'm providing them what they need to get there. And so it's very, very hard for me to um, stay on track with that and make sure that I'm providing that to everyone.
1: Absolutely. I think it makes a difference when you go to work, you know, happy workers, unhappy workers. If you go to work knowing you're working towards something, yeah, then there's fulfillment there. Whereas if you feel like you're, ne- you're just going to do the same old thing day in and day out. And I know that you guys tell everybody when they start, you told me two years ago, like, we want you to want to grow. Yeah. We want you to want to move up. Like, we don't want you to come in and get complacent and think, like, it's this so is true. all I'll ever do. So it's I think so that makes true. a big difference.
0: And it's also hard, too, because, you know, Joey and I, this is our life. I mean, we knew that going into it. I mean, we have no, it's not like, you know, he does this and I have a job somewhere else or vice versa. And you know, if something were to happen, you know, we could fall on that salary or or whatever. Like this is our life. This is our livelihood. And we're super passionate about it. We're passionate about our team. We're passionate about our customers. We're passionate about growing this. And so it's um, sometimes hard, because it is our life and understanding that, you know, when we bring people in, it's not necessarily that situation. Right. And so having the passion that we have and, and, you know, getting people to understand that passion and feeling that and um, wanting to be part of that.
1: Absolutely. can be tough too. Well Danielle asked an interesting question, what do you see yourself doing if you weren't VP of Rogers?
0: Oh Danielle, um, it was always a goal of mine. I uh, graduated Radford with um, a corporate and professional communication degree and it was you know a goal of mine to climb the corporate ladder and i wanted to go as far as you know it would take me and i always imagined myself in the corporate world and a lot of people can say you know oh the corporate world the cubicle life and this and that right i loved it (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i um when i was at uh abb prior to being here now hitachi um i was you know climbing that ladder and I loved that environment. I, you know, was in a cubicle and I, I was growing and I loved it. And so I really think that I would still be pursuing that corporate ladder and going as far as I could there.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And it might, you know, speak on why you um, are so adamant that in have hiring people or having people that want to grow because that was kind of your mindset and your previous company For sure. was like, I want to get in here and go, go grow. So now you bring people in like you want to provide that type of environment for people. A hundred percent because,
0: and it's hard because in the corporate world, you know, they have it pretty much together. Like there's a plan and you can see where you can grow and, and what you can do. And so if I'm doing something, you know, today in a corporate environment, I can look and say, well, where would I want to go? And there's someone there. Right. And so it's, it's a transition coming to somewhere like this where... You know, we don't have the org chart all planned out. Right. I have no idea where right. this company is going to go. and um, But to be able to provide those opportunities and tell people, it may not be here right now, but it will be. And we'll make this. And it may be something totally different than you ever thought you'd do, but we can provide that opportunity
1: too. And we've seen a lot of that with employees coming in for one role, starting yeah. here, and then working up and then being given an opportunity to move up or to go somewhere a little bit different than what they were doing. But yeah. it's a growing opportunity. So, 100%. so Dale says, uh, shout out for Dale Sanders. You've probably, if you've used our service, you at some point have probably had Dale in uh-huh. your
0: house. Yes, Dale, for sure.
1: Dale says, what specific part of Rogers and your role at Rogers makes you the most excited to get out of bed in the morning? Okay. That's pretty good, Dale. I'm impressed, (laughs) man.
0: My favorite thing to do since I've been here, and I will tell anyone this. I love (laughs) I love sending offer letters and I love giving raises. It's my two favorite things, and I love interviewing people. So literally, if I could, I would bring in every single person that applies here and interview them. I would do interviews all day long. Mm -hmm. I love learning about people and um, when they're in here i love you know sending the offer letter it makes me so excited because it's a life-changing moment and they're trusting in us and we're trusting in them and i just know what it's like to receive offer letters for something you really want and you're so excited oh, about yeah. and sharing with your family and making that known and leading up to that it's just so exciting to me and then giving raises i mean who doesn't like that
1: as i will say so back to the raises i love changing thing. people's lives <laughs> so back to the <laughs> raises letter. your birthday is coming up or <laughs> well, your birthday is here and since you love giving raises i'm willing to you know let you give me a raise that will make your birthday better. I'll just so take a look at that and see what I, what I can do there. That that, <laughs> well, that's awesome. It's awesome that, you know, what, what gives you the motivation, what makes you happy is ultimately yeah. making other people happy. A
0: hundred percent. Yes. Being yeah. able to provide
1: that. It's kind of like a mom kid thing, right? Like when you have a kid, you really want to provide your kid like fun things to do with memories and things that make them happy. So as kind of a, a you know, a business owner, mother type, it makes sense that, you know, you get joy out of being able to provide those opportunities for your work kids. We'll yeah, call
0: them. I'm very much like that at home, too. I love doing stuff like that. So, yeah,
1: it's my baby. Well, Maddie, who actually, shout out to Maddie, worked really hard to get all these questions together for me. Because <laughs> I was going to just, you know, come up with Wing them off it. top of my head. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, but so Maddie really helped out. She says, what was it like coming back to our small town after living in Florida?
0: Yeah, so uh, many may not know, I was born in Florida and moved to Halifax County when I was seven. So I'm pretty much from here, but uh, still have and have family in Florida and have always traveled there um, to visit. And I love Florida. I, like, I am a Florida girl at heart. Love the state so much. If you ask me if I had to move anywhere, um, it would be Florida. So, I spent my entire life asking my parents why in the hell they moved to South Boston, Virginia.
1: Compared <laughs> to <of> Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: especially every time uh, we would visit Florida, I'm like, "Why did we move to South Boston, Virginia?" And then I spent, you know, my entire um, high school years and school years trying to get back to Florida. And I just told this story to Joey not long ago. So. My whole um, school career um, here at Halifax County, I would tell my parents, I'm going to college in Florida. I'm going to college in Florida. And so I went and I applied to many colleges in Florida and uh, did not get into any colleges in Florida. And uh, so I got into Radford, which is great and it was a great experience. I spent my, all of my years at Radford saying, I'm going to work in Florida. I'm going to get a job <laughs> in Finding Florida. Finding some way to
1: Florida. <laughs> yes.
0: And uh, so I uh, graduated college and applied to all kinds of jobs in Florida and did not get any jobs in Florida. And all of the opportunities opened up here in Halifax. And so um, now I need to grow this business yeah. <laughs> to um, get big enough to move to Florida. <laughs>
1: Well, that circles back around to what you said, though, yeah. about not fighting, you know, like yeah. like life was not throwing you the opportunities you thought you wanted, yeah. you know, and, and yet you, you went with it, and then, you know, it all worked out, and who knows, it might just be that you were always meant to go back to Florida. There was just a longer road you had to take to get yes. to Florida.
0: And, you know? I mean, I get to visit there, and I have family there, and um, I get to experience it, but Um, I really do love that state, and I do feel like I'm supposed to be here right now, and, um, you know, if everything wouldn't have led me back here all of this time, I wouldn't be with Joey, I wouldn't be here, sitting here right now, and and so it, it does all work out, and it all, you know, everything happens for a reason, but... That's yep. what it's like for me not living in Florida.
1: <laughs> living here. Life don't always give you what you want, but a lot yeah. of times if you pay attention, it'll give you what you need. You know oh, I mean? you
0: just have to listen to what's going on around you mm-hmm. and and really feel that. And I've never been... More, I, I just feel like I've always listened to what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's led me to great things because I allow that to happen. And I don't force anything.
1: Absolutely. So... L- Lena asks, "What is your favorite holiday, and who do you spend it with?"
0: So, my favorite holiday is Valentine's Day, and it always has been. And your
1: favorite is Valentine's Day. My favorite I holiday I've heard that, no is
0: Valentine's Day. It's always been my favorite holiday. I love love. I love hearing about other people's stories and. That's the day that you always hear about people's love stories. So I love it so much that me and Joey got married on Valentine's Day. So it's also our anniversary. And so I spend it with him and everyone here because (laughs) this is where I am all the time. So
1: I spend it with all the
0: people I love.
1: Absolutely. That's (laughs) awesome. So yeah, you don't, um, most people I think it's cliche like Christmas, sometimes it's for Halloween. Poor Thanksgiving. I don't think I've ever had anybody say that was their favorite, but Valentine's Day is not one you hear a lot, so that's cool.
0: It's my absolute favorite. I get super excited. I am not huge on any of the other holidays. Like that, I mean, I I definitely celebrate other holidays, but um, I have more Valentine's Day decorations than I do Christmas.
1: That's all. I bet you're excited now when you walk in the stores and you see that Valentine's yeah, Day so stuff is already available. It's like,
0: oh, yes. I love love. Here it is. It's <laughs> I'm been...
1: rolling my eyes. You're like, yes! So Maddie actually asked another question, okay. which is a good one. Said, so how do you balance one of the fastest growing companies in our area and still being a full time mom?
0: Oh, a lot of sacrifices. And I, Riley has been part of the business from the day she was born or even before she was born. And so she doesn't really know any different. She knows that we work hard. We work long hours, but she's never seen us not do that. And she, her first six months of life, she was in the office with us. And, I mean, I was doing all the things, answering the phones and and making everything happen. And she was right there. And so, as she's getting older, it can be a little more challenging because she's a little more vocal. And she knows what's going on. But I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'm not... And I don't want this to sound bad, but it's just very true. I'm not the type of mom that compares myself to other moms and what they're able to do with their children and Mm -hmm. what they're not or or whatever it may be. I know that I I always say I'm the resource provider in our family. And so I may not necessarily be the soccer mom that's, you know, bringing the snacks and right. and planning, like, all of this stuff. And I'm not the one that's baking the cupcakes until 12 a.m. I'm going to food line and I'm getting the cupcakes and taking them to school. Right. Um, like, that's the kind of mom I am. But If she wants to do something and she shows interest in something, I will provide all of the resources she ever needs um, to make that happen and for her to try things. And, you know, just recently she wanted to play tennis. How many three year olds, four year olds come to you and say they want to play tennis? But it's like, okay, well, let's try it. And I started tennis lessons with her and got someone to teach her how to play tennis. And so, I'm not the one that's out there playing with her, but I'm providing the person to help her with that. And so it's, it's tough to manage it all sometimes, but it's just been something where it's, she's just going to be with us and she's going to see what it's like and how to work hard. And, you know, in a couple of years, hopefully she's answering phones and learning that side of the business. So it's, I mean, we manage it, but uh, she's very much involved.
1: She is. Well, I mean, anytime time after school, if you're yeah. here in the office, you're going to see her. Yeah. Parades, you're going to see her. Weekend yeah. events, you're going to see her. So, yeah. I mean, it's good that she gets to come along. It's not like she's being left to go do these things. Right. She gets to be along for the ride, too. Yeah. And that's ultimately, with a the kid, they just want your time. And yeah. you're still able to provide that, but also to run the company. So, I think you do a And I never job really, at really
0: looked at myself like, as this, but um, Lindsay and Maddie both, we were at the parade and... Uh, Riley was in the back of the truck and we're walking behind it and she's dancing and like doing her waves and she's just getting it and and I'm like in the background and I don't even realize I'm doing it but I'm in the background and I'm like get it girl you go girl you got this yeah girl go girl and they're like you're like her hype man and I'm like you know what I really am like this is how I am with her anything she does I'm like you go yes that's right like who runs the world she says girls and I'm like yeah that's right so (laughs) I'm just like her hype man. Yeah. And that's how that's how I always
1: be. So. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. If you're parents, your hype person. It really yeah. you really can't get a better yeah. hype person. So that's awesome. What is your let's see, this is from Kayla, what is your Kayla. life motto or phrase that you live by? It's probably something DJ e. Khaled said.
0: <laughs> Another one. <laughs> or Rick Ross. Um, yeah. yeah. We know best. Um okay, so my motto that I live by is everything happens for a reason. And truly, if I look back on my life, everything that has happened has happened for a reason. Whether it's good, bad, indifferent, it is um, for a reason. And it all happened so I could be here today.
1: Absolutely. I like that. Yeah. And that's, that's like the theme, this whole podcast. It is. It's like everything. this podcast theme has been like, you know, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So there's your takeaway. Everything <laughs> happens for a there reason. There you go. So we're getting towards the end end here but we've got a few if you could change one thing in your life and redo what would it be asked Lindsay
0: oh Lindsay that's a good one what would I change that has happened in my life oh my well I used to get I wish I wouldn't have been as hard on myself in certain moments and I wish I wouldn't have been as hard on other people in certain moments. I think I have really progressed as a leader over the years and five years ago when we started this, I was not the leader that I am today and I'm not necessarily proud of the leadership qualities that I had then and I was just young. I didn't know what I was doing and so there are a lot of situations that I've run into throughout the business and situations that I've handled that. I wish I would have handled differently, right. and um, so I would definitely change the way I approached situations back then. And and I also, you know, I didn't know what it was like to be a a mom in a lot of situations. I mean, the work was my life, and so I wish I would have had more. Um, compassion for people that were trying to manage it all
1: trying to juggle kids and Mm -hmm. work and do the do as good as they can at both yeah and that's how you learn though you know I mean it's like you hate that you you know Mm -hmm. but because you've been through those situations you learn and you get better I mean we constantly learn and grow from mistakes you know and
0: I mean full disclosure we have lost great people you know through this journey and um, and it's never because You know, it it all comes down to, and Joey and I will always say, it's always our fault. You know, we are in charge of the culture here and making sure that it's a great place to be. And I I take that very seriously. And so when we do lose people, um, whether they're going to other HVAC companies or they're going and pursuing something totally different, it's like, you know, what could I have done different to, to keep them here? And looking back, there are so many things I could have done that I just... Wasn't there yet, and, yeah. and so yeah, I would change some things there.
1: Absolutely, that's a good answer. What is your biggest life changing event? At, man, Maddie really was just Maddie, Maddie, Maddie got it going. Shout out, man, she really helped make this. <laughs> I'm have new to go out to dinner with her. <laughs> she says, "What's your biggest life changing event?"
0: My biggest life changing event is I um, lost my best friend in a car accident when I was um, I was seventeen and um, or just turned 18 and um, that was a huge moment in my life and a huge turn in my life that I, of course I wasn't expecting it at that moment in life I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I'm in high school finishing up my senior year and um, yeah, it was definitely sent me down a dark path for a little bit and um, it, also taught me to always cherish moments with people and sent me in a direction of for a long time there I was living for both of us and I went to school and said you know I'm going to do this for both of us and I think um, although it's a tragedy that it happened and I wish that she was still here she has motivated me my since that moment I have been motivated by her to this day.
1: I remember that day like it was yesterday. Yep. Where I was, everything, absolutely. When yep. I mean, you're that age too, that's that's such a tough age because you're, yeah, you're old enough to understand it, but you're also still so young. Right. You know? So I definitely, you know, yeah, that's a tough age for you. I mean, it's t- it's tough any to age, but right. That's such an impressionable age, and such a you know the world is. You got the whole world ahead of you, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. it is, it's, it's tough. I remember that. Yep. To lighten things up for the (laughs) final question, and this person wants to remain anonymous, says, does a sandwich taste better if you make it or if someone else makes it?
0: I make the best sandwiches.
1: Even for yourself?
0: Yes. But I will say my dad makes them better than me. So if he makes it, it's going to taste better. But I make banging subs.
1: I think my thing is, I've always told my fiancé she makes better sandwiches than me. And I believe it, but I think it's because I was lazy. And I used to tell her that so that she would make them. And I think at this point (laughs) in life, I've said it so many times, i started to believe it. But either way, I'm I'm of the someone else camp, I think. Someone else. Yeah. And then my mom. My mom's always made, like, the best grilled cheeses and sandwiches. So I wish I had that confidence. I think my sandwiches kind of suck. I
0: kind of like, I like to cook. um, So, I mean, I like making stuff. It's my little
1: outlet absolutely yeah well so as we arrive at the end of the birthday cast I've asked you so many questions so yeah. I only have one more and that's you know what would you say to someone that may you know be interested in starting a business or maybe yeah. interested in going that route you know I know it's kind of cliche but what's just some simple advice from someone that's been from the beginning to now what would you tell them
0: um, a lot of it's kind of what Joey talked about in here today. and um, you know we have you know, we have talks like this all the time with everyone mm-hmm. on what leadership is and what it feels like. And, and Joey said today, what does success look like? What is it? And, but everyone talks about what it looks like, but no one tells anyone or says what it feels like right. And so my biggest piece of advice is knowing that it is going to hurt. I mean, there are times that it hurts, and it is gut-wrenching, and you feel like you just have someone stabbing you, and you just don't know what's going on, and to embrace that as hard as it is, and to know that it's not always going to be there, and there are going to be great times, and something I have learned in the past year is the only emotion in business should be celebration. I like that. And that is a huge piece of advice that I have taken and I love to celebrate. So that's um, some advice I would give and being on the same page with your family, because there were many times that Joey and I were not on the same page during this. Um, and we were kind of trying to figure out how we were going to make all this work and how we were going to manage this all. And we are where we are today because we were able to sit down and get on the same page and know exactly where um, we wanted to go and understand what it was going to take to get there and understand Absolutely. the sacrifices that it's going to take to get there. So,
1: And you got relationship advice in this podcast. Yeah. You've got the best of both worlds. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me interview you. you. I always you love You have to ask me the one
0: advice. question I ask everyone at the end, though, who I would have dinner with.
1: If you could have, yeah, if you could have dinner with anybody, anybody on the planet, who would it be? And tell me why.
0: Okay. So my person, it it changes, but my person right now, and you're talking about relationship advice, um, is we talk a lot about Grant Cardone in this office. And a lot of people um, would love to have dinner with him, but I'd love to have dinner with his wife, Elena. Okay. I'd love to have dinner with Elena Cardone. And, um and just talk to her about her side and how much she has had to sacrifice and how much she has grown and accomplished through the journey with him.
1: That's all. Awesome. Well, you know that 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 could happen. You know, I that's think that, it could. that's a goal we're all about setting goals, so that should I be on your vision board, you know. Yeah. Like interviewing his wife. Yes. That's so awesome.
0: We'll make that happen.
1: Well, it was so fun sitting in this chair and it's so cool to see a video. I'm sorry that I had to be the first <laughs> video guest here, but can it's breathe exciting. now i know you is did it so over good. yeah i think that wraps it up but you know thank you so much for letting me host
0: yeah well thank you for doing this and thank you to everyone that submitted these questions and Absolutely. it's pretty awesome and um thank you guys for listening today and um i'm happy to see another year and excited for what's ahead and again Thank you for listening to the Rogers Radio Podcast. We will talk to you next week.
1: Tell Alyssa a happy birthday in the comments.
0: Happy birthday <laughs> to me.